came here for today, isn't it? Amen. Amen. It's great to see you guys. You can be seated. It's a great day. It's a great year. I just say welcome. Glad you all are here this morning. I got to get my start to say ducks in a row. How about my book? My books in a row. <laughs> We've said this once. I'll say this again for y'all that are looking for Apostle Gerald. He's at home, and he's doing okay. But he wasn't able to be here today, and. We're praying for him and know that he's going to be just fine. There's some other ones that aren't here this morning that need our prayers as well, that are, have a fever and aren't feeling well. So we want to lift them up to, to the Lord and continue to stand against the new variant, whatever that, the new whatever wants to be trying to take us all out. And we're going to continue to stand against that and ask the Lord to just keep Pleading the blood of Jesus over yourself and knowing that the Lord's taking care of us. And I welcome those that are watching on Facebook. I um, know that we've got a great ministry through that and thankful that we have that. And um, we'll be here Wednesday night back. We missed last week, took the week off, but we'll be here Wednesday. Um I believe Debbie will be teaching on the new month that's to come, so you don't want to miss that. If any of y'all haven't been able to be in on that, it's worth your time, and Debbie's an excellent teacher, and um, she had a lot of practice on second graders so <laughs> for many years, so <laughs> she's a good teacher, and uh, she puts a lot of time and effort in on it. I, I just challenge you to come and be a part of that. It, it's... Uh, really insight it gives you a lot of insight but um, it's important for us to be on track and be on the right time and don't we want to be on God's time we do and um, I think it's probably about two weeks from today we'll have a guest speaker and um, he'll be here for a morning service and an evening service so I just wanted to kind of give you the heads up and I'm going to act like I'm just going on because I don't remember the man's name. But um, my mom and dad, Phillips, is his last name. He's pastor. Um, I, is it here in Oklahoma or in Arkansas? Roland, Oklahoma. And Okay, they heard, I knew Arkansas was something. It was close to Fort Smith, Arkansas. They heard him at a tent meeting. And um, anyway, so he's going to come and be with us and. I'm looking forward to that, so I pray that y'all will join us with that. I think it'll be a good time. Um, I want to start with a scripture. Uh, if you want to turn to it, I read it a whole lot every time I get up here, but I'm just going to start with it, and it's Luke 4:16. Um, if you want to turn to it, I believe Leah's got it. Yeah. Um, I gave you the wrong. That's not it. It's okay. It's round in there somewhere. That's not it. You can take it down, Leah. Sorry. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. It's our mission statement of ascension. We all should know this. He sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. 
And you know what? The Spirit of the Lord is on me. I declare that. I claim that. But you know what? That's for you as well. Um, he, the, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. But then what does it say? He's anointed me. He's anointed you. Let's say that. The Lord has anointed me. The Lord has anointed me. We don't think about that too often. You know what? But you can experience greater anointing when you believe and when you proclaim that you are anointed. Let's say it together. I am anointed. I am anointed. And there's a lot of times you feel like the anointing is off of me, don't you? <laughs> so remind yourself of that. Mark that scripture. Say that those verses over you because it uplifts you and it reminds yourself because a lot of times, what do we go by? We go by our feelings. I don't feel very anointed. And you know what? At 7 o'clock this morning when my mom called me and said, uh, guess what? I was like, I'm anointed. Today's my day. <laughs> That's right. You, they're anointed back there in the back, too, doing the sound. You know, whatever you put your hand to, scrubbing the toilets, whatever it is, we all are anointed, and we all have a job. We all have a purpose, but there's a lot of times we let the big F rule us, and that's our feelings, and we cannot be ruled by our feelings, because this word says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That means it's on me right here. It means it's on me whenever we go out of this place. So we have got, this is a great verse to take as your verse for this year. Remind yourself, write it down, put it on the bathroom mirror, put it on the refrigerator, put it in the car. Remind yourself, the Lord, whenever somebody's did you know what to you and you're driving down the road, oh, the Spirit of the Lord's on me. I'm not going to react. We got to remind ourselves of these because you walk right out of here or you go right in here. We talk about it all the time. Test comes right, even right here a lot of times. Comes when you wake up in the morning with that person you said you love for the rest of your life. Huh? You're like, I'm not feeling real anointed today. I got that from uh, John Benevild. He, he said that... Um, you can experience greater anointing when you believe it. So do we believe it? Do we believe it? And when you proclaim it over yourselves, isn't that exciting? I think that's exciting. We, we, but then it's, okay, we're anointed, but it's not just to walk around to say we're anointed. Say, boy, look how great I look up here. I can scrub a toilet like no other. I clean the church at Ascension. You know, it's whatever. But it, it's to go do the stuff. It's to go do the stuff. And I, I know you all are doing it. And I want to encourage you this year to make the best, this the best year ever. I know there's a lot of twos going on. You know, I was thinking about today is one, two, 22. I think two stands for union. You know, two are coming together. So I believe the Lord's going to put some good things together this year. And if you're looking back to 19 and saying, oh, 
we're going to go back to normal. I'm here to tell you, we're never going back to the way things were before all of this happened. Never, ever will things ever be the same in this United States, ever. But you know what? I think it's a good thing because we are so complacent that we wanted to just rock along and be comfortable with the way things were. And God said, hmm, maybe it's time for a little shake up. And we just thought it was going to be rough whenever we got a new president. That, that ain't nothing, I don't think. You know, I mean, the virus, there, there's just a lot of, a whole lot of shaking going on in there. And, and it, it may still continue to shake because I think God is shaking us to get us awakened to that great big world out there that really needs us and is looking for a light. There are, and we have seen that, and I'm going to get into it in just a few minutes, but we have seen that in this city just in the past few days. There, our city is looking for something. They haven't figured out quite what it is because they want to give to either the dog shelter out here or to somebody that doesn't have a place to live, and that fills a little temporary need that they have and makes them feel good at Christmas or whatever time. But after that's all over, that's still there. And Jesus is the only one, you know that, that's going to be able to fill that. But we're the ones to go take that to them because they're not all flooding in here. So it's our job to get out of here. Get, get out of here. But I, I just want to tell you, I'm going to tell on myself just a minute to get to where I feel like we're supposed to go. And I, I look back on my notes, and it was December, I think, the 5th that I was up here last when my dad was at home with his back hurting him. And I thought, isn't that interesting that the first Sunday of this month, I'm here again. And guess what? I'm going to talk a little bit about what I talked about last time. And there's a reason why. As the new year starts, and I see all these people, um, and it, I, the, Facebook is wonderful for connecting with a lot of um, people putting a lot of prophetic words out, and you can hear a lot of great things on there. And um, so I'm seeing all these things that these people are saying and they're hearing for the new year. I believe Debbie's not here today. Her, she went down to Chuck Pierce, had a great meeting at the end of the year. That's, I think, where she's been. All these things are happening. Everybody's preparing for the new year and what's God saying. And I was, I really wanted to go down there and it just didn't work out um, where we, we, we get to go. And now I understand why I needed to be here. But um, I was really moping around and I was really ticked and upset and whining at myself because I was like, God, I guess I don't hear you. And I'm telling you this for a reason, because I have a feeling I'm not the only one that can get to this place. All these prophetic people, they hear you. They, they put, put out these big things, and I guess I'm not spiritual. I don't hear from you. I was just really having a pity party for myself, and I'd pretty much convinced myself that I didn't hear a thing from the Lord. And... Um, does anybody else struggle with that? Are you hearing from him? God, is that you? You know, and I, I was just so down on myself. And you know what? 
I think the enemy really loves that when we get to that place. <laughs> it's not the Lord. <laughs> anyway, so we had, was hanging out at the house yesterday because it was a good day to be in the house and hang out. And um, I remembered that the you could watch the glory of Zion on the Internet. So Rob was like, I think I can get that on TV. And I was like, oh, let's watch it. And anyway, while he was trying to do that, so I just turned it on my phone. And anyway, so I started listening to it. And I just couldn't believe it. Because the very thing that I talked about here a month ago, the guy was talking about pretty much the exact same thing. All I could do is sit there and cry. Because <laughs> I was like, Lord, I hear from you. You are speaking to me. And I, I mean, it so gave me a big old stamp, big old kiss right from Jesus. It just really just wanted to validate and make me, I need, don't we, am I the only one that needs a little attaboy every now and then? Oh, it's like, Jesus, thank you. I hear from you. Now, his words were different than mine, and, and he had a lot more to it than the little bit that I got, but it was, I had enough of it that I knew that I was hearing, and I was just beyond thrilled, and Rob was looking at me because I couldn't even speak. I was just crying my eyes out over there and just rejoicing in the Lord, but I want to go to Ephesians 2, 5, and 6, and this is a little bit of what I talked about before, but I want to read this again, and this is out of the, um, what is this called? The Passion Translation. Um, and it says, even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up, and this is it. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. So where are we? We're, co we're with him. We are co-seated with him as Christ. The um, Amplified, it t says we're raised up with him. We're seated. He seated us with him in heavenly places. I don't have all the pieces to this, but this is the time to get there. And I can't, I don't have all of the puzzle to put it all together other than you know the Lord, you seek him, you go after him, and we're to be there. And just like we forget that we're anointed, we haven't tapped into realizing that we are seated with him in heavenly places. But here's the thing. We're not just there to be seated with him. That's right. We are to rule. We're to reign. There's a purpose for us to be there. And it's not just to sit around and hang out with him. It says he's given us that, uh, the authority of the heavenly realm. That authority is uh, ours to use. And you know what? We were, Rob and I were talking about the dark that's in this city. The dark taps into the dark. They, we know they use their dark. 
What are we doing with the light that we have? What are we doing in those high places? We're just waiting to check out of here and go be with Jesus. That's not what our purpose is here for. I want to challenge you this year to get to that higher place. The person that I was listening to is a person that's been here before that I heard yesterday. He was preaching down there, and it's Kent Maddox. And he, I, I wish I could halfway preach like he could preach. That guy's nut. I love him. I'm going to Alabama soon to have him lay his hands on me because I want some of that. But he did say that we have until Passover to get there. So we have a window of opportunity to push through and try to sort this out and ask God, what is, where is our place in that heavenly realm? Part of it is you say, what do I need to be doing in the heavenlies? We are here as the ecclesia. I've said this 10 or 20 times up here. We are the governing body of Christ. What does the government do? They rule, they reign, they make crazy choices for us that we to pass laws that we have to abide by. We are supposed to be doing the same thing in that heavenly realm. So you go to God and say, what's my part in this? What things need to be changed? There's a lot of things that need to be changed, isn't there? But see, we get too mind, we get too earthly thinking to even be able to tap into that. There's a spiritual realm that I'm to be a part of, that I am to ask the Lord, what's my part? How do I pray? And then how do we take down the dark that wants to rule us? The things that are stopping us, those people that aren't rushing in here, what's stopping them? We need to ask, Lord, what's holding our city back? What is our part? If I'm to govern, if you're to govern, if we're to be making decrees, if we're supposed to declaring, those first verses, that first verse that we talked about, that we were declaring those things over ourselves. So we, that's easy to do because we know that. If you don't know, go to the scripture. Read the, read, you can go to Psalms. It talks about the Lord taking down the wicked and that the righteous will stand. You could read those, declare those over, over the city, but ask the Lord. And sometimes you think that is way beyond me. It's not way beyond you because if God says we're to be doing it, we can do it. We're to be do, we're ruling and reigning in the heavenlies. I'm excited about this because that's the assignment that God has for us. And that's what I was thinking about. As a kid, I got saved and baptized. Then whenever I was a teenager, I got into a bunch of stuff. So you know what I did? I got saved and I got baptized. So then later, I, I knew there was more God, so you know what I did? I got saved, and I got baptized. That's all there was to do. You just kept, you, you wanted more, so you just kept getting saved and baptized again. I realized now I needed an infilling of the Holy Spirit. Then I needed to realize that there was more for me out there, that I just, I'm not down on where I was at. That's just all I knew to do. But so 
you've come through that process. You get that now. You realize that there, there's more. And that's what God has so much more for us. He has assignments for us. That's why we go. And, and some of it, the first time we went to uh, Texas to a, um, I don't know, some meeting. I can't even remember. It was me and my mom, and I don't know. And we went down there, and these ladies from Kansas were talking about, they were going around and praying over different areas, and they were praying over where bloodshed had been and all this. And I was like, what in the world are they going to dream up next? I mean, that that sounds crazy. You're like, what is this? Then as I began to hear, I understood what have we been hearing? The enemy needs the bloodshed to generate his power. So if we go pray over the, where the bloodshed has been, we probably need to go right down there by Bulldog Pizza and pray. I just thought about that. Anyway, um, see, there's assignments for us. There's things for us to do. We've got to stop because whenever that happens, when the bloodshed happens, dark is released. So it's our assignment to go start, stop the dark. Get it? Yeah. It may sound a little woo-woo to you. It's okay. Because you know what? The, the, the dark is doing their woo-woos. And they like it. We're, and we're a super, we, what are we talking? We're led by the what? The holy What? spirit yeah so why are we so afraid of the supernatural we we, we shouldn't be afraid we 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 are on the on the right side i mean yeah anyways i a, after uh, last time i was here the very next day we went to oklahoma city and some of the things i heard the lord say rise up take the land and one of the the threads that i heard throughout the whole day in oklahoma city was ask the lord ask the lord ask the lord ask the lord when you don't know ask the lord he will give you strategies he will show you how do you take the land and you know what the land is your family you've got lost family how do you take that ask the Lord it's not begging them to come to church every time it's not trying to beat them over the head with a scripture it's not he will give you it's to maybe just be nice that's that's not always easy when they're not following the Lord those are strategy. That's how we take the land. Uh, it, your, the land may be your work. Got a cranky boss. Got a somebody you can't. Ha, Lord, show us how to take the land at work. Show us then how to take the city, how to take the state, how to take America. And, and we get distracted by the big pictures and miss the things that are right in front of us sometimes. We've all got lost family. But I'd rather think about how crummy the United States is and get wrapped up, march around, and you know what I'm saying? While all the ones around us are dying and going to hell. But I, I'm telling you, the, our city had a big test. And I believe the Lord told me, Stella, we passed the test. That was the, I heard the Lord say, we passed the test. 
And the test was with the young man that sat, I don't know how many months, with a dog in front of Casey's. And I really thought about that because I wondered if he didn't have the dog, if he would have got the attention that he got. Because there seems to be a huge whatever over an animal more than a person. And I did think that there's probably some wandering around that ought to pick up a dog and they might get some help, but that's kind of beside the point. But I know y'all know of the tragedy that happened with that young man. He, and, and I thought it was really interesting that he was prayed over and really loved, and he walked out and his life was taken. And, but, you know, Stella was able to be one of the ones that reached out to him and helped him, got him a place. I mean, she didn't get him a place, but she got to be a part of it. That's taking the land, one person at a time. And you know what? As I was standing here, as we were doing the praise and worship, I was really thinking about that. And I think they're planning on some sort of, it's amazing the people that are wanting to do something. And um, their hearts are in the right place. But I, they're wanting to get together on Tuesday night. We all need to be at that thing Tuesday night because there's a lot of lost people going to be at that thing. Look, they're looking for something. They're going to have a prayer thing or something. I don't, 630, and I don't even know what they're praying about, but they're getting together, I guess, to remember him. And I got to thinking, if they don't have room, Stella, tell them that we could do it out here in the parking lot because we'd have much more room here than where they're wanting to meet. They're going to be at McDonald's, I think. And there's not that much space there. So if, if they want to be here, that would be great. But I just got to thinking that it would be really good for us to be able to be a part of that. That's part of taking the land of just being there. Our community really needs you. And it, it was just amazing to me, the outpouring of people's hearts. But I want to tell you something. There's another young man that's hanging around here. My dad found him. He spent one night at the, in the bathroom at the barn this week. He doesn't have a dog, though. You all know him. He's wandered around for, I don't know, six, seven years now. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what to help, how to help him. I know we need to pray for him. Rusty needs our prayers. And you know what? It's by the grace of God we haven't all been in that place. And we love him. God has a call on him. You all have family members been in the same place. Maybe you've been in the same place. Out wandering around, not knowing where to go, what to do. I, my heart broke for him. I saw him walking down the highway this week with that backpack on. I don't know what to do. Somebody said, we need a homeless shelter. We don't need a homeless shelter because that just enables them to keep being homeless. We need, I don't know what we need. Maybe you're the key that knows what we need to do for, for people like that. It's like teach them to fish so they can feed themselves, you know. But Lord, give us the keys to the kingdom. 
to be able to take the land. So we go up higher. The answers are probably higher. That's that's why the enemy doesn't want us to tap into the supernatural. Because that's probably where the answers are. Because if we had the answers, one, we wouldn't need the Lord, and two, we would have all the answers. We'd have it all figured out. I'd have Rob so straightened out, y'all just wouldn't even be able to stand him. <laughs> hey, I've, poor Rob. I'm just kidding. Rob's doing great. I want to look at Genesis 24, and I'm going to wrap it up. I'm not going to read the whole story because it's really long, but you know the story. And I'm reading through the book of Genesis and the Passion. I'm, I, we've got an assignment, and I'm, I'm trying to get through Genesis before I got a week, I think, so I got to get to reading. But um, it's the story where, where I'm at the point to where, and um, the Lord, because this morning I'm telling you I had that little bit, and I was like, Lord, uh, He said, just read where you're supposed, where you, and I went back and I felt like this is what the Lord showed me again for today. But I'm at the, this is part of the story where. Abraham had a servant go look for a wife for his son Isaac. Remember that story? And so the servant went off, and so he he gets to the place, and he comes up with the great idea that um, everybody needs a drink, including the camels. And um, so whatever gal comes up and asks him for a drink and then offers to water the camels, she's the one. Don't you love that? What a way to pick a mate. But as soon as he prayed that, before it says before he even was finished praying that prayer, the gal showed up. Rebecca was there. And it's funny because the camels are mentioned throughout this whole uh, story. The camels are important in this story. But um, so he lays it all out. The family agrees. And her family is distantly then related to Abraham as well. So I thought, well, that might make it a little bit easier. You know, because I was thinking... Richard, what if somebody just showed up and said, uh, yeah, Cherish is the one? Well, it, it'd, be a, <laughs> it'd be a little tough just to say, okay. <laughs> there may be days he's ready to send her off, but, <laughs> but, you know, they had to be led by the Lord. They were hearing from God. The time, and I, I'm telling you, we talk about timing. This guy's time, he was on time. He was on time at the right well, and she was on time at the right well to be there getting a drink. It's important. Timing is important. But I want to then start it. This is kind of right in the middle of the story, but here we go. Afterward, the servant and his men ate and drank, and they spent the night at Laban's home. First thing in the morning, he said to them, Allow me now to return to my master. Her brother and her mother replied, This is Rebecca's mom and brother please let rebecca remain with us for a while for 10 days or so and then she can go with you and then the servant replied please yahweh has made my mission successful send me off with her to my master don't make me wait they answered him we will call for rebecca and see what she wants to do which i thought that was wise 
So they called for Rebecca and asked her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will gladly go with him. She answered. So they sent their sister Rebecca away with her servant girls to go with Abraham's servant and his men. And as she departed, they blessed her with these words. Our dear sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants gain possession of the city gates of their foes. Then Rebekah and her servant girls mounted the camels and followed the servant and his men. And whenever I read that blessing, that prayer that they spoke over her, it really spoke to me because, one, they were speaking the bless, uh, kind of a prophetic blessing over her that she would receive the, the blessings of Abraham. And you know what? Those are still for us today. He was a very rich man. He had a lot of stuff going on. And we are to, those blessings are ours to receive. The Lord does want us rich. He does want us to, to receive the blessings of Abraham. But it goes and says, Our dear sister, may you become thousands of ten thousand. So they, they were, want, she was going to multiply. Her family was going to be enlarged. But may your descendants gain possession of the city gates of their foes. And that's for us today. They recognize the importance of taking the city. It's in, in the, I just want to read you something. It says, The seed of Rebekah received the same blessing as the seed of Abraham. That's us. They would possess the city's gates of their enemies. They would take the cities. They would possess the places once held by God's enemies. It's a prophetic promise of a coming anointing that would reach cities. Does our city doesn't need, it does need that, doesn't it? The city reaching power comes when God's people walk with a heart like Rebecca. And you know what? She was so attuned by God, it was instant obedience for her. She immediately said yes. And I think that's what God's looking for, instant obedience for us to say yes. God, we are willing, no matter what it looks like. If somebody shows up on a camel wanting to take you and you hear God say, then yes, we're going to go. We must become Rebecca's spiritual seed so that we may enter into a gate-taking anointing for our, for our cities. And to be able to take the city, to be able to take the land, we have to go back up. We have to go up and take that rightful seat with the Lord. So I challenge you today to take your rightful seat, that oneness with him, so that our cities can be taken for him. You go on and read the rest of that story in Genesis, it's better than a Hallmark movie. It says she sees him and almost falls off the camel. He must have been a real hunk. They look at each other. I mean, it's like they, find, they kiss, and I mean, it's like the end of the movie. They go, it's happily ever after. It's good. 
And I thought, what a mama's boy he was, because it says, you know, they get together, they go in the tent and made him feel better about his mom dying. I was like, oh, good Lord. But whatever. He needed a lady. It's what it says. Isn't that something? I mean, sometimes we think the, the biblical people are not people. They're just human like we were. They got all their issues just like we did. But the camels are important because they brought something. And, it, said, and it, it went on to say that Isaac looked up and saw the camels coming. And we need to look up and see what the Lord's wanting to bring to us. Because I believe this year, this new beginning, I just challenge you to look up and see what the Lord has for us. He, he ha- it's good. It's good. And to be able to take those city gates, that's a challenge for us. That's the purpose of the ascension. I do believe that. That's our pur- one of our purposes of being here is to take the city, to take the city gates. And if we have the promises of Abraham, then it's ours. So I want to be a Rebecca. I want to have Rebecca's heart to be able to say quickly, say yes. So I don't know if you're like me. I'm always like, uh, I'll think about it. And then I usually have a fit and then get it together and say, okay, I'll do it. Some of y'all are quicker to say yes. It's easier when you quickly say yes. <laughs> mm. The Lord's good. I, I just, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. He's anointed you. He's anointed us to go up to higher places. You're seated with him in high places to be able to get his strategy, to get his words, to be able then to take the city gates. That's our assignment. That's our challenge for this year of 2022. I, we, we must keep our ears attuned to him. And don't be distracted by what we hear around us. We must keep pressing on. We've got to keep hearing him. And just like Stella, thank you for leading us. There's many of y'all that's reached out to other people. But we don't want to miss those chances. Whether it's a guy with the dog, whether it's a guy with the backpack, Whatever, and it, it doesn't have to be a homeless person. I believe Dad's taking the city with the pastors. That's a renewal going on with our pastors. It looks different for each one of us and wh- where we're at, your customers at work, what, whatever that looks like. God's got some good things for us, and, and we just want to be able to take what is rightfully ours. Amen? Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand. Uh, We're going to receive the offering now. You on Facebook, you're welcome to give either online or through text. Come on up, Byron and uh, Eddie. They're going to receive the offering. And as they receive this, we're going to sing us, do a song that we started with. And because I believe it's some prophetic words that you need to grab hold of. And it's kind of a difficult song to sing because it talks about that you're beautiful and you're rich. And it's all these things that you think, "Mm." 
we need to tap into this song and really uh, speak this, sing it over yourself. Believe it. Believe it. So let's start it. Go ahead and give, and then as soon as we get through, then we'll be dismissed. We are a chosen, yeah. We are a chosen generation. God wants to show His excellence. All I Come on, sing it out. Turn it up, me. Alan. I know who I am. We are a chosen generation. Called for to show His excellence. All I require for life, God has given me. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What He says I am. Where He says I'm at. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What He says I am. Where He says I'm at. I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm working miracles. I live my life on paper. Cause I know who I am. I'm walking in power, I'm working miracles, I live my life on paper, cause I know who I am. We are a chosen, we are a chosen generation, called for, called for to show His excellence. All I require, all I require for life, God has given me. I know who I am, I know who God says I am, what He says I am, where He says I'm at. I know who I am, I know who God says I am, what He says I am, where He says I'm at, I know who I am. I'm walking in power, I'm working miracles, I live my life on paper, cause I know who I am. I'm walking in power, I'm working miracles, I live my life on paper, cause I know who I am.
to come up and Stella come up and I just want to pray over you. If you need prayer, you can come have them pray for you and then we're going to be dismissed. So, Lord, I just bless the people. Lord, thank you for Ascension Church. Thank you for the work that you're doing here. Thank you for the assignments that we have here. Thank you for the promise that we're going to take the land. And Lord, I just uh, thank you that this is going to be a great year. I thank you for health. I thank you for prosperity. I thank you for uh, just your blessings that are going to overflow us this year. And we just thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yep. Before we leave. Yep. The only thing that I can critique about her sermon today is I don't think things are getting worse. I think they're getting better. I could not go back to can we gather at the river and <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. I can't go back into that religion. I can't go back, um, you know, not believing in the supernatural and one thing you said about taking the city when we first moved out of a religious structure one of the books I read was taking the city for God by John Dawson and that's kind of been our passion you know to take the city for for God and I pray that that rubs off on you that we do get to the point that we can take the city for God and what what you said is very good I wasn't down on you at all i I didn't take it (laughs) you're dismissed and if you need prayer come get prayer have a good week see you wednesday tuesday night 6 30.